Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to our Easter celebration for Recipe Swap. And for those of you that have been hanging in with me for this entire time, tonight is our 26th call. So we have been doing this for 52 weeks. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you call a celebration. Holy cow. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for contributing and being part of this um, journey, because that's what I think of it. You know, when uh, we've had this conversation many times, and when I did the first call, I thought, sure, I'll try a recipe call. And then when Cindy called me and said, well, you want to do it again? I was like, I thought it was one and out, (laughs) but I guess not. So 26 later. So welcome, everybody. Um, Allison is our Zoom host. Desiree's doing our streaming. Thank you so much, ladies. So, um, Allison, would you like to tell everybody how they can please mute and unmute and raise their hands? Sure, I'll be happy to, Sheila. So to raise your hand, if you're on a PC, it's Alt-Y. On the Mac, it's Option-Y. And from your smartphone app, the raised hand option is under the More button, which is in the lower right-hand corner. And from a standard telephone, it's star 9. And to mute and unmute, if you're on a PC, it's Alt-A. On the Mac, it's Command-Shift-A. From the app on your smartphone, mute and unmute button is in the lower left-hand corner, And if you're on a standard telephone, mute is star six. Thank you, ma'am. And I'm so thrilled that you're my host tonight. You've never done this with us, so this is exciting. I'm thrilled to be here. (laughs) So um, I'm going to ask everybody, even if you don't have a recipe, it's okay, but I would like you to celebrate with us by raising your hand and saying hello, who you are and where you live. But if you have a recipe, that's even better. So tonight, we're talking about what do you do traditionally for Easter? So, Allison, do we have a hand raised? Yes, we do. We have several. But first is Mary Grace. Uh, Mary Grace, you can unmute. Hi, Mary Grace. Welcome. Oh, everybody. Uh, I'm Mary Grace. I live in Waynesville, North Carolina. Uh, in the mountains of Western North Carolina, uh, and um, I've got a recipe. <laughs> cool. And uh, it's for uh, and um, what you want to do is get a nice, uh, good-sized pork roast, um, of loin pork roast, and uh, you want to get it with a bone, and you want to coat it with yellow mustard and season it with salt and lemon pepper. Uh, then you cook it. 30 minutes without a lid, bone side up at 400. Then uh, you take it out of the oven and uh, you sprinkle a lot of chopped onion on it uh, on the roast. And then you reduce the heat to 350. 
you cover the roast and you put it back in the oven and you cook it until it's tender. I usually figure about 40 minutes a pound and that's it. Yum. It's good. It's that good. does sound good. Absolutely. I, you know, I've seen many recipes using mustard on different kinds of roasts. So must be a good, does it tenderize it or do you know? I don't know. I think it adds a little bit of flavor. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, my dear. And thank you for hanging in with us. You've been with us for a long time. So <laughs> not, not from the beginning. No, but you, you've been part of our group for quite a while. So thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. I've enjoyed it. So, all right, Miss Allison, who's next? Uh, next, we have Penny Moss. Penny, you can unmute. Hello, my dear friend. How are you? I am good. Can you hear me now? We can. I actually sent you two recipes that I said I always going to send them and I never did. Mm-hmm. And I sent one. One is my mom's easy cornbread, and it's with sour cream. And um, you actually use uh, eight ounces of sour cream, I think is what I put. And you, well, I use, really, I use, um, I can't remember now. what <laughs> It's eight <laughs> or 16, but you have the recipe. And then you use a cup of all-purpose flour. I mean, all-purpose, what am I saying? Cornmeal. self-rising cornmeal. <laughs> Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay. I've got to do better than this. Okay. And yes, you can, do. <laughs> a can of cream corn. Mm-hmm. And I use a teaspoon of salt. And the reason that I use, um, do the 16 ounces of sour cream is because the whole can of cream corn, it's kind of hard to divide that in half. So you end up making, and then you use a stick of butter. So the first thing I do, and uh, four eggs. So what I do is I mix the sour cream and the cornmeal and the salt together. And then after I do that, uh, and I taste it to make sure it's got enough salt and the cream corn, you put that in there too, and you don't have to drain the cream corn or anything, you just put it in there and stir it up really good. I taste it to make sure it has enough salt, but and it usually does. Then you add the eggs and you stir all that up. Then you melt a stick of butter, and I use a uh, 13 by 9 pan, and I melt that stick of butter at 425 for five minutes. And then you take it out, and you pour the batter in the hot pan. And you don't really have to stir the butter because it's melted, and it's just going to get all in the batter. Put it back in the oven and you bake it for about 20 minutes. Maybe you, if you want it to be more crisp, you could do it like 25 minutes. Um, the other recipe I sent y'all and you can um, is Grandma Paul's sour cream pound cake. And it's the pound oh. cake recipe that Paula Dean uses. And the only difference with hers and mine is that you add a half a teaspoon of soda instead of a fourth a teaspoon, which I think is really better. And what you do is you use uh, two sticks of butter or margarine, and you cream that with three cups of sugar. And then once you do that, you add eight ounces of sour cream, and you mix all that. And then you um, do your flour mixture. You sift the flour along with your baking soda. 
And I usually um, sift it about three times, you know, sift it one time and you sift it again. And then the third time when I'm sifting the flour, you add a half a cup of flour with an egg and you're going to use uh, six large eggs. And then when you get all that mixed up and um, added to your batter, I usually use about two teaspoons of vanilla and I like to use Mexican vanilla and a teaspoon of almond extract. And you bake that at 325 for an hour and 20 minutes. And then you take it out and make sure it's done. The toothpick comes out clean. And both recipes are written down, and you will get to have them. Now, Penny, on your cornbread, mm-hmm. you said... Eight ounces, and then you said 16. Yeah, so I have to double-check what I okay. said. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, right. I'll double-check so that. I will, I will make sure that I type it correctly. Yes, I'll double-check that in a minute. So. Thank you, my dear. Mm-hmm. And I could, I don't remember. Did you say where you're from? I forgot. <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right, Miss Allison, who's got their hand raised next? Okay, next is Danette Dixon. Danette? Hi, Danette. How Hello. are you? Hello, I'm doing well. By the way, the meatloaf was really good that I just <laughs> finished. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm going to tell you about, well, okay, first, before I get in trouble, I'm Danette Dixon from Linwood, Washington. Thank you. Washington <laughs> State. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you about putting ham in, you slice up a ham, and you put it in the crock pot, you put a layer of ham, layer of brown sugar, and then a couple <gasps> of pineapple slices. Another <sighs> layer of ham and brown sugar, pineapple slices. Keep on going like that. And then you want to pour in the whole pineapple juice and you let it, you just set it and cook it and let it go. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> my friend tried that for the first time a couple of Easter's ago and she has to do it every time now. <laughs> that sounds fabulous. Now, did what kind? I mean, do you use any kind of ham or um any kind of ham? Yeah, like a spiral yeah. ham or right. Okay. Um, I don't know what kind of ham. I mean, uh, okay, ham. gotcha. Hams, as hams, as hams, as hams, as hams, 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 Oh, uh, thank you. I'll make it for you and I'll send it, okay? All right. I'll wait. Go, yeah. <laughs> I am waiting for sure. I love ham. I really do. That's that's probably one of my favorite other than a New York strip that's cooked well. So <laughs> thank you, Danette. All right. Okay. Next, Allison. Next is Linda Yaks. Okay. Hi, Linda. Uh, where oh, where's the button? You are right there. We hear you. Oh, you can hear me. Where oh where is Linda? <laughs> no. How are you, my dear? Well, I'm doing fine. <laughs> Maybe. So I have a recipe that can go with the ham. Where are you from? Oh, I'm sorry. I think I might live in Harrison, Arkansas, still. <laughs> I believe my name is Linda Yax. Last time I checked my name tag, that's what it said. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you're here. <laughs> you can I'm tell telling I'm, you, tonight, tonight is a party night, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, this is a, a, we call them make-ahead potatoes. And the thing I love about them, 
is that you put them together the day before, you cover them with foil, you put them in the fridge, and you forget about them until oh, 35, 40 minutes before dinner, just depending on how, what temperature you're going to cook them at. And I'll talk about that in a minute. And then you just you take the foil off and just bake them until they get nice and warm and a little bit crispy on top. And then you cover the top of them with shredded cheese. So I use... And I also have a breakfast recipe that we do on Easter morning instead of the lunch sometimes. But I'll give you the variation on that. I use uh, a 32-ounce bag of frozen country-style hash browns. If you choose to peel the potatoes and cut them up, that's about eight medium-sized potatoes. But uh, Personally, I think that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, me too. And then, so you, you get that, and then you have two eight-ounce packages of cream cheese, and two cups of milk, two teaspoons of some type of bouillon, I like the better than bouillon, a teaspoon of Italian seasoning, and depending on your love for Tabasco sauce, anywhere between 16 and 24 drops of Tabasco sauce. Mm. If you like Tabasco, my daughter likes it really strong, we like it about between 16 and 18 drops of Tabasco sauce. You just blend all that cream cheese mixture together, your milk and stuff, and then pour that, put the grease a 9 by 13 and or a little bit deeper if you've got a deeper one. Grease a 9 by 13 and put your hash browns in the bottom and pour that mixture over the top and kind of smooth it out. Bake it. If you don't have anything else in the oven, you can bake it at about 400 for about 30 to 35 minutes. If you have something else in the oven, put it in a little bit longer at lower temperature. And um, like I said, when the top starts kind of getting feeling like it's browning a little bit, pull it out and sprinkle it really good with some some, uh, grated cheese. Um, We like the Mexican blend or cheddar. And then just put it back in the oven long enough to melt the cheese. Mm. And to make the the breakfast variation, all you do is add uh, a pound of cooked breakfast sausage and replace one of your cups of milk with six eggs. Mm. And so you have kind of a breakfast scramble. And it it is good. Otherwise, the recipe is the same. Yum. Well, thank you so much. Welcome. Thank you for being here. You've been part of this group since almost day one, too. So I have been, but I've been absent the last few weeks. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I, I'm you. You still come back, and yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Bye bye. All right. Who's next, Allison? Next is Peggy Carpenter. Peggy, I miss Peggy. Okay, you're you're um, part of the recipe club. <laughs> I am. I've been here from the beginning. I think pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> um, I have a. I'm from Peggy Carpenter from Sebring, Florida. Your device is connected. And um, I, uh, when we had uh, Easter dinner, we'd uh, when when uh, my folks were alive and everything, we'd always have uh, we'd always have ham. But uh, for some reason, that was the only time we ever made like an ambrosia salad. So that kind of makes me think of Easter. So so that's the recipe I have. Um, my recipe for it's really easy. I take a 20-ounce um, can of pineapple chunks uh, drained, and you can always save the juice and, you know, make yourself a pina colada or something with it. <laughs> I go for um, that. Yeah. See, there you go, Marie. <laughs> uh, and then you take a can of uh, mandarin oranges. I think those are like a 13-ounce can or something. It's a weird number anyway. Yeah, yeah. And you drain that thoroughly, 
And then you um, stir it, mix those two, and stir in a cup of sour cream, a cup of flaked coconut, and a cup of mini marshmallows. And you just stir that all up and um, put it in the fridge for a couple of hours at least before, or you can make it the day before if you want. Mm. Well, thank you. Talk about simple and fresh yeah. and and spring-like. So yeah, awesome. it does spring-like. Yeah, and of course the orange and the pineapple go well if you're having ham. So oh, absolutely. It's good. <laughs> thank you, ma'am. Over the leftover, you know, pineapple juice and mandarin juices. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just Those are my contributions right now. Thank you, Marie. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're here. <laughs> yes. So, Thank so you. while while you're unmuted, introduce yourself if you don't have a recipe, because Marie has been with us for quite a while too. So, Marie and, from Fairfax, Virginia. Sorry, I was late. I couldn't find the um, the call-in information, so I had to, I had to search around for it. And I don't have a recipe this time. It's okay. And. Um, Marie, you missed the fact that this is our 26th call. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> so thank you for being here. No problem. I so, enjoy it. All right, Miss Allison, who's next? Next is Vicki Ratcliffe. Hi, hello, Miss Vicki. Hey, how are you guys doing? Happy Easter. Um, uh, even almost. though it's yeah. even not it's not till uh, a week, well, twelve days. Week. Yeah, 11 days from now. Yeah. Um, anyway, when uh, my parents were alive, we had ham quite a bit too. Sometimes I have turkey, but I have a dessert to go with this ham and everything. Where are you and, from, Vicki? Oh, Alexandria, Virginia. Thank you. Yep. Okay. I have a dessert and it's called chocolate cheesecake. So here we go. Um, the first thing you do is you make a crust and the ingredients for the crust are one and a half cups of all-purpose flour, one half cup of brown sugar, and one stick of butter. Um, you mix all that, and then you put it in a 9 by 13 inch pan and bake it for between 10 to 12 minutes on 350. And then you take the pan out of the oven, and then you mix uh, one bag of semi-sweet chocolate chips that are melted, two eight-ounce packages of cream cheese softened, two-thirds cup of just white sugar, two, table, two, ta- two teaspoons of vanilla, two beaten eggs, and one-half cup of evaporated milk. And you spread that mixture um, on top of the crust, and you bake it for 30 minutes more at 350. And that's it. Mm. That's easy. Yeah, Yum. it is. Thank I've made- you. I made this similar with a cherry dessert, but I want to try it with the chocolate, the, you know, the chocolate and the cheese, the cream cheese. That sounds really good. So it does, it does sound, sound good. good. Hope you enjoy it. Oh, thank yep. you so much, Vicki. And thanks for sending it to me. I got it. Oh, so. Absolutely. And I, and I remember I was on the first call that you ever did, Sheila. <sighs> and I've been here quite, quite a bit too, but I remember that first call. And uh, it was really great back then. And it's, well, great all the, it's great all the time. It's great all the time. I don't mean it that way. But no, I know, I know what you mean. I was flying by, you know, I mean, I had no clue what I was doing and probably sometimes still don't. But anyway. No, you do. No, you do great. And uh, I remember you, the Vicky, call. And, and uh, oh. 
and it, uh, it's been so nice to connect with different people and find all these wonderful recipes. I really enjoy it. Yeah, and I enjoy you being on. So thank Thanks. you so much. Thank you. All right, all right. who's next, Miss Allison? Okay, we have Greg oh. is next. Somebody please mute oh. because you are speaking in the background and it's going over the radio. So I would appreciate it if you would mute. So, Greg, welcome. Hello. How are you? Good. We can. Okay. Um, I just have, I mean, everybody makes ham for Easter, I think. Where are you from? Oh, uh, Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyhow, um, I have like a little twist on the glaze for a ham. So, let me see if I can get this right now. Okay. um, If you take like maybe like a, a half a spiral cut ham and just get it inside of a, um, a uh, cooking bag. And then that's the first part of it. <laughs> and then the second part is actually making the glaze. And then you, like everybody else, take a 20 ounce can of crushed pineapple and then don't, don't drain it. And then a half a cup of apple jelly and then two tablespoons of lemon juice, one tablespoon of cornstarch. And this is, this is, the spices, it, um, half a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, then a quarter teaspoon of ground cloves. Put all the ingredients in a pan, bring it to a boil, just simmer it until it starts to get thick, let it cool a little bit. Then um, in, in with the ham inside the bag, pour the, uh, the mixture on top of the ham, and if it's spiral cut, work it into, the, into all the slices, and then just Close it, put it into an oven for about two to three hours at 325 until it gets um, above 140 degrees. And that should glaze it. And that, uh, it's, it's pretty good. It sounds absolutely amazing. So we're all coming to Pittsburgh for you to make it for us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Thanks okay. for being here. <laughs> that really does sound good. All right, Allison, who's next? Uh, next is Pam. Pam, you can unmute. Hi, Pam. How are you? Hello. Can you hear me? Because I can't. I'm not, my speech is no. We, my, we can. We can hear you just fine. Welcome. Where just are you from? I'm from Norman, Oklahoma. Don't oh. ever. Don't ever move there. Just, okay. just don't ever. <laughs> so, um, what do you have to share with us? Well, actually, apparently, some of my patients are listening to this on their Echo devices. Because I've gotten all these texts with these questions. One of them is, Penny, can you put jalapenos in that cornbread? It's well, a joke. Of course you can. I know, but it's a joke. Because <laughs> she hates them. And the second one was from one of my uh, patients that just has one arm. And wanted to know, could you use, with the ham and the slices of pineapple, could you use crushed pineapple uh, to layer instead of the slices so it would be easier to get it out of there? I'm sure you could. These these are all just you know what people I thought have. So, but yes, yes. Didn't want to miss and, and even even chunk up. even chunk pineapple you could probably use as long as oh, you yeah. got the pineapple yeah. in there you can use it and the, as long as you pour the juice over, I think it's good to go. So, so Danette, am I right or wrong? <laughs> so I bet you're right. I just I hate to mess with people's recipes. No, so it's I, fine. So. All right, so it Pam, do you, so good. do you have a recipe to share? I do. You just, I have okay. one. Okay. It's the, oh, everybody knows this one. It's the 
two-liter bottle of Sprite with a 16-ounce carton of vanilla ice cream and a 16-ounce carton of uh, orange, and you mix it all, orange sherbet, and you mix it all together and, and drink it. Okay. And that's the punch to go with your dinner. That's excellent. Thank you, Pam, and thanks Thank for being you. here. Thank you so much. All right. Who's next, Allison? Uh, Penny Moss is back. <laughs> it's next. Yeah, she wants to hear me. Wants to say- <laughs> yeah. Okay, y'all can hear me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. I went and checked my documents so that I could correct myself. The About the cornbread, mm-hmm. you have to use 16 ounces of sour cream, mm-hmm. and you have to use two cups of self-rising cornmeal. All right. Okay. I, I expect to get an email. An email? With the recipe. I have already sent it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my dear. You're welcome. <laughs> Sheila, right. did I hear my name? Mm-hmm. It's Danette. Yes. Yes, okay. So, I'm sorry I had to step away because I was cutting up the meatloaf. No, oh, hush. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so yes, we were. she was just asking if you could use crushed or chunked pineapple yeah. instead of the slice, so. Yeah, yeah, any kind of pineapple. Just put yep. in the pineapple juice when you're done, when all the pineapple's in there, yeah. That's what I said, too. So, thank okay. you. Thank you, Jeanette. It's okay. All right, Allison, do we have any other hands raised? We do. Uh, We have Travis Sittler next. Hi, Travis. How are you tonight? Oh, there. How are you? Good. How about you? I am just doing fabulous. How, what, what do you have for us? Where are you from, Travis? I am from Templeton, California. Okay. And do you have a recipe or... I don't have a recipe, but I can you know, share where um, Easter tr- tradition has always been, especially over the years when um, when us, you, me, and our cousins were kids and everything, and even over the years. Well, just do it quickly. So, yeah, we would love one to of, hear it. You know, one of the things is a ham for Easter, of course, with pineapple, you know, scalloped potatoes, um, definitely a good green salad and deviled eggs to go with that. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, the good appetizers. And, of course, one of the favorite desserts is homemade strawberry pie with whipped cream. Mm. And, um, and then um, the best part um, with Easter, when you, if you dye the Easter eggs with the real eggs after you boil them, um, you can actually use those eggs to make um, egg salad sandwiches. There you go. <laughs> you never waste eggs, do you? <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. Not a chance. So, and, of course, we – huh? Go ahead. And, of course, with our Easter dinners, we always have dinner rolls, too, you know, with butter mm-hmm. and jam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, thank you so much, and thanks for coming back. You are most welcome. All right. Who's next, Miss Allison? Well, next we have iPhone. I'm sorry. I don't know who the, mystery, the name is. Mystery person. Mystery person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're on an iPhone, you got oh. your hand raised. Who might you be? I think I accidentally muted them. I was trying to get them to unmute. Can you try unmuting again? I'm sorry. There you okay. Go. Am I here now? You're, you're, you're there. Here. Sorry. It's, it, that's okay. It's W. Deathridge from Wolverine. Hi. How are you? Good. Welcome. Um, we are going to be, uh, we do this quite a bit, but we're actually going to be doing it for Easter. Uh, we're actually getting together with family for the first time since all this craziness started, but uh, one of the things 
with that we're doing is uh, mac and cheese, and we do oh. it in the crock pot. Uh-huh. And uh, we usually do, you can do, depending on how many people, we'll probably throw in a little extra, but uh, just for us, we do about two cups of cooked macaroni. You cook it um, just as you would regular macaroni. And um, then you take that and drain it and add about two cups of cheese. We usually do cheddar and uh, Velveeta shredded cheese and an eight ounce container of sour cream and a can of cheddar cheese soup, that 10 and a half ounce can, and um, mix that all up. Uh, well, and uh, you mix the soup and the, uh, and the sour cream together. You, or soup and cup of milk, I'm sorry, soup and cup of milk and together, and then um, add that uh, to the macaroni and then put the cheese and the sour cream and uh, cook it on low for about two hours. Oh my goodness. I think I have found a new macaroni and cheese recipe. <laughs> that sounds so good. Everybody that's had it, uh, has really liked it so mm. well you might have to find a new doctor after that but yeah it sounds good <laughs> you yeah. probably do yeah <laughs> i didn't say it was comes. a healthy recipe but um you've got my email address would you send it to me so i can put it in our document pretty please sure i will thank you my dear and thank do, you for being here does your clock yeah clock i don't get a chance to get on these a whole lot but i know but i'm happy you're here does your crock pot have a special device that it takes the calories out of it (laughs) (laughs) of course it does it's easter there's no calories on easter (laughs) well thank you debbie You're welcome. All right. Who's next, Allison? You, you have to pray over it before you put it in the crock pot. Then. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. Next is who dat? Who dat? Hey, Miss Kim. Hey, Sheila. How are you? Don't have my headache, but other than that, I'm doing okay. I'm sorry. I missed y'all last time. So it feels like I'm having withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> Because it's a, it's a long time when you do something, you know, just twice a month I know. or every two weeks. So I it's know. been a month since I've been here. But okay, I don't, I'm, I'm gabbing because I don't have a recipe. <laughs> it's okay. And, and where are you from? I am from Louisiana, New Orleans. Yeah. Who that? That's right. <laughs> Allison, our hostess in Mississippi. So I'm your you- neighbor. Hi, neighbor. <laughs> Hi. Nice, nice, nice to meet you. Nice to so, meet you. Well, thank you, Kim. And you've been here pretty much off and on for the whole 26 weeks, I think. So pretty close yeah. anyway. So yeah, I think I missed the first one or two, but uh, but you've been you've been hanging in with us. So thank yeah, you so you're much. Fun, Sheila. Oh, <laughs> thank you, dear. So all right, and I hope you get rid of your headache, and I hope you have a happy Easter. So, me, you too. All right, who's next? Next is Jane. Jane, you can unmute. Hi, Jane. Welcome. Hello. Um, I don't specifically have a recipe to share. I just was interested. Everybody was cooking. Um, We have decided we probably will not do ham 
because that's not one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. We were thinking in terms of a lot of people around here are enjoying the chicken breasts with sauerkraut mixture, you know, sauerkraut and Thousand Island dressing and cheese over the top and just bake it. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, a lot of people in my co-op are doing it and my sister's doing it. And I've run into the same thing with um, um, chicken, boneless chicken thighs. Uh You know, you just lay it in the bottom and then put, that one had Russian dressing over it with your small jar of sauerkraut and then your eight ounces of shredded cheese. Well, you, you know, I love sauerkraut, but I've never pictured it with chicken. So that's interesting. I would. It's I, good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd we just, that. yeah. We're just really excited about ham. So we thought maybe we'd do one of those, but probably chicken breast because it's at my sister's and that's uh-huh. what she prefers. Uh-huh. Well, thank you so much. And where are you from? I am from Bloomington, Minnesota. Well, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Miss Allison, who's next? Uh, veteran Eugene is next. Well, hello, Mr. Eugene. How hey, are you? Hey, how you doing? Well, what I wanted to say is use your crockpot liners, and it takes away all the calories. <laughs> <laughs> and where are you from, Eugene? Uh, let's see, uh, Clearwater, Florida. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, what I what I do sometimes, and I've done it one year, is I get some real thick pork chops. And I have them at the the uh, deli or at the meat thing. Slice them so they're open, and then I take mix the uh, stuff for stovetop stuffing and stuff in there and put them in the oven and bake them. Mmm, yum yum. So awesome. Right. All right. Well, thank you for being here. You're welcome. And you've been with us pretty much all twenty six weeks, off and on. So off and on, off and on. Hard to believe. Yep. And by the way, if anybody's got samples they want to send them, I'll taste them for them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who's next, Alice? (laughs) Oh, Sheila, we have no more hands right now. What? (laughs) (laughs) You believe it? All right. Who has not introduced yourself? Even if you don't have a recipe, it's okay. You can say hello. Oh, Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Hello. How are you guys doing this evening? I'm so happy you're here. How are you doing? I'm good. Sheila, how are you? I am really doing well. I've missed talking with you. So I know. How, how is, I how know, is, but work has got me really yeah, I'm not, I, I don't work. I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. so well, you Sheila, gonna, you know, I, I usually... Uh, Try to send you a recipe, <laughs> even even when I don't come. I try to send you one. I know. So, <laughs> so are you doing anything special for Easter? You know what? I don't know. And I'm like, I'm listening to everybody else discontinuing ham. I haven't ate. I haven't ate pork in years, so uh-huh. I, I don't. I don't eat ham. So uh-huh. I, I'm like everybody else. Chicken sounds good, yeah. <laughs> but I don't. I don't have a recipe, Sheila. It's okay. I wanted, I wanted to say hi. Well, thank you so much. I'm so happy you're here and we'll we'll have to connect soon. So Okay. Thank you. All Take right. care. Happy okay. Easter. You too. Who's next? Next is Desi Noller has her hand raised. So Hello, Miss Desi. How are you? I'm really well, Sheila. How are you? I'm good. And Cindy didn't say where she's from. She's from Illinois. So. 
Oh, well, <laughs> well I'm Where are you from, Desi? I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> I know. How are you? Everything good? good? Yeah, everything's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I can't complain. And even when I do, nobody pays attention. So, you know. <laughs> um, uh, I don't have a recipe tonight. I am going to friend's house for Easter this year. And uh, unfortunately for me, they're having ham. I am not a ham person either. Um, I used to be, but I got uh, food poisoning once. And um, that took care of my love of ham. And so, um, but they're going to have ham. And I guess I'll probably have to eat a small piece because, you know, just to be nice. Uh, well, you but, can eat um, the sides. You don't have to eat the meat. Well, I no, I probably don't have to. But since yeah. I'll be at their house, they'll be saying, you know, oh, but, you yeah. know, try my ham. Yeah. You know? yeah. so. Well, so, and, and when they were, they were so kind to invite me. And then she, after she invited me, she said, we're having ham. So <laughs> I thought, oh, well, okay. <laughs> um, so, um, and we didn't ever do a lot of really unusual or special things for Easter, but boy, I sure have been having a watering mouth listening to some of these recipes. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> so anyway, happy well, Easter to everyone. Thank you for being here, my dear. Oh, I'm delighted to be here. Thank you for having us. All right. Who's next, Allison? Next is Peter Pardini. Hi, Peter. Peter. How are you? Doing very well. This is my first time. Well, welcome. And where do you Thank live? You. I live in Mill Valley, California. Oh, goodness. <clears throat> and what do you do for Easter or what kind of uh, recipe do you have? I don't really have a recipe. That's okay. And this is my first time. I was trying to get some ideas for Easter. And I'm trying to... I'm not crazy about ham, but <laughs> you know, you're, with you're right with the majority tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do you oh. what do you what are you going to do for Easter? Or anything? I'm not special? sure yet. I'll have to check with my wife, see what she oh. wants to do. Okay. Well, you're a good husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. All right. Anybody else, Allison? Yes, ma'am. We have Marie next. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I already spoke, but I figured I'd be proper and raise my hand. But it's not so much a recipe. <laughs> I just wanted to thank whoever it was for the, um, I don't know when it was, but I got Sheila's email, simple pumpkin pie recipe. I made it. It was a hit and going to be, I'm stealing it. It's going to be my recipe from now on. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's really super simple. And I, and it was, it's like, wow, this is surprisingly good. I'm was actually it? good at this. Was it in one of the documents? Yes, it was in one of the documents, yes. Heck, I've written 25 documents, so I don't remember which one it was in. So awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, very good. whoever said it, thank you. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you for letting us know. Actually, I made a recipe that we got two weeks ago the other night, and oh, my goodness, it, it was pretty good, too, so... All right. Who's next, Allison? Well, right now we have no raised hands, Sheila. All right. <laughs> that means I have to pull out some of my recipes. So, <clears throat> of course, you know, we've done deviled eggs forever. Oh, oh. As soon as I said that, we have of another course. raised hand. Uh, I think this may be Debbie again. It says iPhone. Debbie? Uh, yes. I was just going to say, uh, if you wanted, I could give you a... Uh, green bean casserole 
uh, recipes. Go for it. Uh, two cans of uh, French style green beans, a can of cream of mushroom soup, a third cup of milk, and um, the turkey's onions. And I usually and salt and pepper to taste. And um, I've doubled this recipe or added like um, an extra can. Like if we're if I'm taking it over to um, if we're getting together with our family, sometimes I'll double the recipe and um, or at least add more green beans, another can uh, of green beans. And um, you um, mix everything uh, together and. I don't put as many of the onions in it as it calls for um, because sometimes my husband um, has some issues with the turkey onions, not green with them. But um, basically, you uh, take this uh, in a casserole dish and a three quarters. Somebody, please hang on, Debbie. Hello. Somebody, please mute. Not you, Debbie. I got him. Thank you. Thank you, Allison. You're welcome. All right, Debbie. I'm sorry. Keep going. Oh, that's okay. Um, I don't put as many of the turkey onions. I just kind of sprinkle some on top, but you uh, mix it um, all together and um, put it into a two-quart casserole dish and bake it 350 for about 35 minutes. And I'll send you that one. I'll send you that one, too. Yes. Thank you. All right. Well, when I go to my sister's house for Thanksgiving, Easter, it doesn't matter. I have to make two things (laughs) or I can't come. One of them is sweet potato casserole. And I got this recipe when I lived in Mississippi. So, Allison, you'll appreciate this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It is three cups cooked sweet potatoes. So uh, I usually take about four decent sized. I don't I don't measure. I just take four, five sweet potatoes, boil them, peel them, mash them. Half cup of sugar, one uh, stick of butter, um, two eggs, ben- one teaspoon vanilla, and a half cup of milk. And then that's the mixture. And then I put that in a thirteen by nine dish. And the topping is a third cup of melted margarine butter or whatever. One cup brown sugar. I use dark or light, whatever I have. A half a cup of flour and a half a cup of pecans, chopped, of course. And then you, of course, you know, do all the boil the potatoes and uh, mash mash them and add the eggs and milk and everything to that put in a 13 by 9 um you sprinkle the topping on top and bake for about 30 minutes at 350 and if i don't go to any kind of holiday without a sweet potato casserole i can't get in the door so <laughs> Oh, that sounds so yummy. <laughs> it, it is so good. And I, got it. Good. Uh-huh. I, I got it from my, and it's so easy to make. It really isn't hard. But my sister and, and niece say, no, you can't come if you don't bring sweet potatoes. So, and then my other required recipe that I have given before is my seven layer 
um, salad, which is a layer of lettuce, shredded lettuce, and then a layer of uh, bacon bits. You can do bacon bits or you can do crumbled fried bacon, whatever. A layer of um, chopped hard-boiled egg, onion, usually scallions, but any onion. And if you don't like onion, don't add them. Um, shredded Swiss cheese, sweet peas, and then keep layering until you get to the top. And then the topping is a combination of sour cream and mayonnaise. So I do it heavier on the sour cream than the mayonnaise because I like that flavor, but you do it any way you want because, you know, it's all of, it's your recipe. So, So you make it any way you want to. But I just, I love, yeah, I love, I love that salad. In fact, on occasion, I make a little dish just for me because you can buy the little cans of sweet peas and, um, you know, you can just make your own little pea salad is what it's called. So it's good. Anyway. Um, All right. Do we have any hands raised? Yes, we do. Pam has her hand raised. Hey, Pam. Hey, we made that recipe with frozen sweet green peas. Really? Yeah. Okay. And they're good. They're like nice. They're kind of, they're not exactly crunchy, but you know what I mean? They're, they're, right. the frozen peas are kind of right. springy or something. Yeah, I, I would, I would probably thaw them out first. I believe we did. Yeah. I think we put it in the refrigerator in the night and then we just. Right. Right. Because they're, yeah. I think they're really cooked already. Yeah, I yeah, I, I agree with you. So just a little different way of yeah. Because yeah, my sister, my sister hated. She called them mushy peas if they're in the can. That's why we did it like that. She wouldn't. Well, eat it. but but when you make it, you put you refrigerate it so they're not as mushy. But you know the frozen ones would work. I I think that's a good idea. So thank you, Pam. Then you're welcome. All right. Anybody else, Miss Allison? Mm, no, ma'am. Not right now. Oh, as soon as I said it, Cindy, <laughs> Cindy raised her hand. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, Cindy. Oh, she's muted again. Well, Cindy? Unmute, Cindy. Did, she, did, I noticed nobody mentioned anything about Cornish hen. And you know what? That's a great I used to make those things stuffed with rice and onion yeah, and celery. And I mm-hmm. have I haven't made them for 30 years. That's a, that's you know what? That's an awesome idea. <laughs> so I don't remember how to make them though because it's been that long ago. So how do you make them? Do you remember? Um I just yeah, I just bake mine in the oven like a you know like a roasted chicken. Mm-hmm. And then I make a side of uh, of cornbread uh, dressing mm-hmm. and just eat it like that. Stuff it, eat it like mm-hmm. that. I'll yeah, I do. Yeah, I do remember making them uh, you know, many many years ago when I would stuff them with rice and celery and onion and roast them, and they were really good. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, awesome. Okay. Thanks, Cindy. Thanks for sharing. Well, there you go, guys. There's an option to no ham. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Anybody um, else, Miss Allison? Yes, ma'am. Kim has her hand raised. Yes, ma'am. Oops. Oh, I thought I was unmuted. I am unmuted. You are unmuted. Okay. Um, my brother makes Cornish game hens, and he calls them chicken whirly birds because chicken he's what? whirly bird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we used to have nicknames, and one of his was. Something like wor- Whirly something. Anyway, his okay. name is Mark. I don't know how he got that nickname. But um, <laughs> anyway, he stuffed his with wild rice, the box rice, uh-huh. wild rice. And um, we have them. We eat those every couple of months, actually, because they're just hmm. so easy. It's, well, it's not easy to stuff it with, make the wild rice, and then you got to stuff it. That's not the easy part, but. You just bake them, you know, like a regular right. old chicken. And, right. But they don't cook uh, very long. And I don't remember how long they cook. So I don't remember either, but I think he might use a meat thermometer to make sure they're done. Well, ask him how long he cooks a Cornish hen, if you would, and then just shoot me an email because I can add it to our... Well, I can ask him nothing. right now before we get off this call. Cause oh, <laughs> He lives with me. Oh, okay. Well, that's convenient. So. <laughs> yeah, All right. Playing, he's playing his guitar right now. I'll wait until he. All right. We're, we're probably going to end here in a minute or so. So. Okay. So anybody else want to add anything to this Easter celebration? The A lady says to cook them an hour at. 400 degrees or an hour and 20 minutes depending on the size of the hen okay well thank you okay travis has his hand raised all right mr travis all right i know we got a few more minutes left but i'm gonna probably have to scoot because um i got some stuff i gotta take care of you know since i'm working tomorrow Mm -hmm. and before i go to my next zoom meetings plus um i'm actually later tonight i'm going to be writing a a farewell note because tomorrow's my boss's last day along for fiance tomorrow's they're moving away so okay well thank you so much for being here you're welcome and hey um i hope to see you next week for the it's electric segment and everything i usually don't attend those but you never know i might be there But you know what? Who knows? I'll probably see you at one of the meetings. Probably. Well, thank you, Travis. You're welcome. Have a great day. And if I don't see you before then, I'll see you in two weeks for the next food chat. Yep. Happy Easter. Happy early Easter to you, too. All right. All right. You take care. You too. Bye-bye. All right. So before we end the call... I'm going to tell everybody, number one, I wish everybody a blessed and happy Easter. And our next call is going to be a celebration for the recipe swap calls. We have done this. Tonight is our 26th call. So we have been doing this for a year, which is totally unbelievable to me. So our next call on April 7th is going to be a celebration. We're not going to do a recipe. I want everybody that has been part of our recipe community. And even if you haven't been part, if you've listened to some of our podcasts and you've heard our calls, what was your favorite? What did you get out of these calls 
And, you know, why do you keep listening? Why do you keep coming back? So just a kickback and let's have an hour of fun because I don't want anybody to not or to, to feel like they have to have a recipe when you don't. I want you to come in and say, oh, my gosh, I love this recipe. As Marie said, you know, she had a simple pumpkin pie. And so hopefully she'll come back the next time and say, oh, my goodness, I got this recipe and it was so good. And so that's what I'd like us to do on the 7th of April. So if that's okay with everybody, that's what we're going to do. So is that all right with everybody? Yep. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Sounds so, great. So yeah, yeah, sounds, sounds good. good. Yeah. Sounds good. Celebration, I'll bring um, my booze. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, al- I'm always ready for a party. So, you know, let's, let's <laughs> Me just too. do a party. I'm ready for a party also. Me I'll, too. I'll make some deviled eggs, but y'all can't get to eat them. Oh. <laughs> Remember, set your, set your eggs out and let them get room temperature before you uh, boil. Absolutely. Uh, you know, my grandson loves his hard-boiled eggs, and when I know he's coming over, I always do that, Eugene. So thank you for that tip. <laughs> and you know, let's let's share some of those tips that we've learned through these calls for a year. So thank you, everybody, for being here, Allison. Sheila, thank you. Yes. Oh, I enjoyed um, it. It was fun. My brother said he cooks it uh, about an hour, but okay. he's the kind of person who doesn't know. You know, he just he just throws stuff together, and it always right. is awesome. Right, it's okay. It's but he okay. said the traditional way—I never heard this—but he said the traditional way of cooking these is on a spit over a fire, covering them with barbecue sauce. Well, that doesn't help us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the way you should do it in the woods, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I guess that's how they do it in Louisiana. I guess, I guess we'd all have to go camping and then have corner tins for supper. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, thanks, Kim. Sure. Well, Desiree, uh, thank you for streaming for us. Thank you, Allison. Oh, thank my you pleasure. Thank you for being here. Thank you, and Sheila. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you, 